I've been getting my nostalgia fixed by watching episodes of Crimes That Shook Britain on the Crime Scene Investigation week-long free trial on Amazon. Of course, I'm not talking about the crimes themselves, but more stuff along the lines of, hey, do you remember when everyone's cars looked like they were folded out of cereal boxes? You could have been drawn into the current hipster moustache renaissance, but back in the times of British crime, everyone had a moustache, a big fat bushy one too, None of these twirls or half-pint Bronson curls. To be honest, it is probably a law enforcement thing because they featured pretty prominently in the documentaries, almost to the point that it seemed like they were competing with each other to see who could have the biggest on-screen tash. Has crime got too dangerous? I don't want to say novelty, but do you know what I mean? There used to be Crime Watch, Watchdog, Dog cops, felony jerks, super sleuths, who wants to be convicted of murder, a long, cold, thin, hard line of policemen, Anne Robinson's bucket of wrong-uns and ne'er-do-wells, and then the bill. Though it wasn't just confined to the law floor of the emergency services, there were so many hospital dramas that I started to worry about my actual real-life GP's personal problems. Though I guess there's less opportunity for escapades than the drop-in health clinic. My GP treats me every six months or so for an easily fixable ear problem. When it flares up, usually with a change to a colder season, I go and see him. We both shrug. He says, we can easily fix that, you know. I say, sick, let's do it. I leave with the meds, and then the cycle repeats itself. Do I keep missing the opportunity to make the first move? Does he want me to set up the appointment on our behalf? I don't mind the ear problem too much, honestly because it gets me out of any kind of swimming. I'm a I'll watch from the side sort of guy. The kind of guy who talks sideways through his teeth. It looks like they're all still fine. Contemplating what the most efficient and least embarrassing way of removing your important clothes and possessions just in case you were called into action is. Because extra floating, struggling bodies just make it easier for the Royal Lifeboat Association to see you. You have to break a few eggs you know, to like make stuff out of eggs. My girlfriend eats eggs like a hen in reverse. Sorry, I just wrote that bit the other day and there was like no other place for it. So sorry about that. Big news stories define my childhood memory. They help me remember how old I was. Why? When people tell you where they were when big news stories happen. Does no one ever say I was sat at home watching the news on my TV? That's where I was on 9-11. That's where I was when Diana died. That's where I was when John Prescott or whatever took that egg full on in the face. Am I just not going out enough? Everyone is like, well, I was cliff diving in, in the Maldives when I heard about the second tower going down. I was in Greece when I heard about Sid Barrett's death, but it turned out it was a one-year anniversary memorial and I'd just forgotten that I'd already been sad about that before. It tarnished only around five minutes of my holiday when I realised that it was just in a small box on like page seven. But to be honest, I'd give anything for a one year after death page seven box in any sort of publication. Well, within reason. I don't want to be featured in anything like what I'm watching right now. Seriously, watch old crime docs for the aesthetic, but try not to worry too much about what all these mad olden days people were up to.